Welcome to the Live Life Lubricated Podcast, where I'm your host and bestie, Katie, where we'll be having relatable conversations that cover sex and relationships, exploring the history of sex and art, and how it influences us today, how fairy tales have shaped our view of love, lust, and happily ever after, and how can we navigate having a dopamine-led lifestyle, learning to recognize where each moment becomes a celebration of joy and fulfillment. Joining me are a captivating array of artists and guests, experts, enthusiasts, and everyday individuals, each contributing their spellbinding stories, profound insights, and unique perspectives. Slip into your stilettos clean, for this will be a journey of conversations that will make you scream, laugh, and maybe even a little turned on to live life lubricated. Hey, Queen. So I'm coming on here totally impromptu again. And if you've been listening to me for a little bit, I do these once in a while. And they're um, it's just whenever I feel inspired to come on and say something that I feel would be helpful or maybe educational, but usually just helpful um, in the whole topic of living a lubricated life. So if you don't know me, I am Katie of Katie Rain. I'm a fine artist, but also a, I like to call fantasy boudoir photographer. Um, but I come on here to talk about all things that I feel very strongly about personally, but also in my business. A lot of it, female embodiments, um, living a really, you know, again, feeling a lubricated life, right? Which is dopamine dressing and and also bringing in more luxurious and kind of orgasmic experiences into your life. Um, and I also love travel and I love to see more exotic things. And one of my many travel goals is to see as many real life castles as I can in person, but also my other one, which is a higher priority, is to visit every Disney theme park ever. In the globe. Okay, done. All right, my quick intro is finished, but I'm actually coming up on here because I wanted to kind of talk about a different area of living a lubricated life and something that I think is quite common for everybody, male, female, everybody in between. And that is really kind of involved with the work life. Uh, in either, or if you're an entrepreneur, Fempreneur, you have your own business per se, maybe a couple of them. But the thing is, is that when you're in a place of being unhappy or maybe a place of you are in a tr potential transition and, you know, it's kind of a scary place to be. And I had found a really wonderful company last year, 2023. It's called The Mom Project. And their mission is to help moms really get back into the workforce or uh, further their career in some way, find education, mentoring, whatnot. I had applied back in, again, like I said, fall 2023, I believe, when I found out that they had this mentoring program. And I wanted to be a mentor because I have an extensive knowledge in 
a lot of areas, right? Um, retail, right? Yes, and jewelry, food business. I could go crazy with that fitness industry. There's a lot of things. But again, it's, it's business. A lot, if not a majority of my career, regardless of the industry, I have worked for small business owners. I've worked for a couple higher and uh, bigger businesses like Tiffany and Co, you know, and even Swarovski. Those are larger businesses, um, forever mark. But I've done mainly smaller ones. And my first business mentor was when I was a dance studio manager. And the owner was like my first mentor. And I would ask her all sorts of quick questions about the business because I wasn't exposed to that. You know, because before that I was working in retail or in the food industry and, you know, people weren't really as obliging and maybe I wasn't as interested then. I don't know. So I got, so I would basically work for small companies, mom and pop companies, and I would just ask questions. And then it was my, created my first own business in 2009, you guys. 2009 was my first business. It has evolved in so many different directions. I actually recently changed it again. <laughs> and I'm back into jewelry and accessories, which is just, it's, you know, one of my many passions. But to get back into this, I have taken many courses and worked with many mentors I've paid for, I've worked for, I've work running my own businesses i've gained a lot of knowledge a lot of knowledge and not and let's not forget the fact that i even studied some business and marketing courses in college so i have a lot of knowledge and i felt why not take this knowledge and just give it to women that could use it so that's why i signed up for this mentor program and i was matched with three women um one of whom is the the interview I wanted to discuss about on my podcast today in this episode. And she's actually currently working for a company. Um, she does UX and UI design, which um, in, in layman term, non layman terms, <laughs> that's basically like graphic design, website design, um, and just making websites be user-friendly, meaning you and I, who know nothing about websites, could easily just go on there and flip through things, swipe through whatever we want and not have any difficulties. They're also the ones that, you know, put up the, the chat boxes that pop up, you know what I mean, when talking to somebody. Like, they're the ones that create all of that stuff in the back end. Sometimes they're editing photos. Sometimes they're creating the graphics for all of the things we see online, Facebook banners, um, campaign photos being used for posts. Um, also like actual physical ones that are being used when they have, if they have a brick and mortar. So they go to the stores when they send it out mailers, because some people are starting to, excuse me, people, some businesses are starting to go kind of OG by doing mailer stuff because that's that's a thing and i i know that i actually sometimes do that with my photography clients but anyways getting off topic so she this woman that i my mentee um her business the company she works for got bought out by a competitor and they're slowly weeding out the other employees and she herself has seen some fellow colleagues leave <laughs> 
she's pretty confident, not sure of how, you know, how long she's going to have this job. And so she's been working on her portfolio and her uh, resume so that she's able to get back out there and start, you know, finding a job because she's, she believes she could easily be fired in the next few months to maybe longer, maybe six months max. So, um, and that's, that's a scary place to be. I've been there. You know, I, to, during two different um, recessions, I've been laid off from jobs because my role obviously is at the time was replaceable and not of dire needs and it's scary you know especially when you're no walking into it or maybe when it blindsides you and you aren't expecting it on a monday morning walking into work having a fun weekend and that's you know you get pulled into the own you know to the manager's office and you're like hey you've been great but you need to go <laughs> and so um it's hurtful it's depressing right you start doubting yourself your skills and your abilities it's frustrating it's maddening there's a plethora of emotions everybody goes through right when having this situation but what my mentee is doing and I this is what I love is that she's being called to create her own business and it takes the skill sets that she has which is you know graphic design and also the technology needed right to do graphic design and she's going to what's known as surface design so let me explain that the surface design is basically the patterns and the pictures and stuff that we see on things like wallpaper pillows or you know bed sheets and um wrapping paper gift bags just to give you an idea. And she's really loving this idea and I'm helping her with the startup of it, getting focused, kind of finding out what she needs to do in the first steps to get herself moving forward and um, possibility of being able to get business grants, all sorts of little details like that. But the point of this is that she wants this business to supplement what she makes in her income so that she can provide better life for herself and her kids. She is now currently separated. She's basically preparing herself to potentially be a single parent. And this, I bring this up because I think this is a real life situation that a lot of people go through. Um, I myself found my, you know, I was myself, I myself was in that that position um, where I have an income, but then I have my own business. And it, this is really just something that I feel everybody should do. If you think that you're able to have a side business or some people call it hobbies or a hustle, whatever you want to call it, to bring in a little extra income so that you can basically, you can add you can get more income so that you can afford things. Because, I mean, who hates not being able to do more than just pay for your utilities and your rents? 
Like nothing worse than stressing out whether or not you need to choose between getting food for you and your children or gas for your car so that you can take your kids to school. Um, wouldn't it be nice like to be able to take your kids, say, to Disneyland trip for a few days and not stress out about it? What if you could, you know, sign your kids up for a really cool like mermaid uh, swim lesson? or diving or you know make so many things that you yourself could do i would you know like one thing that's on my list currently is to have a house cleaner come in minimum once a week because it is not my thing i have a tough time with it um and it's not that i live in a messy world i just i prefer for it to be organized and clean but it's difficult for me to be working with I'm not a micromanager, I guess it's really the best word. But anyways, um, more on that in another episode. <laughs> but the point is, is that I'm loving doing this mentoring because I'm helping her to basically give her the okay to do this because she's feeling called to it, but also to be, give her the okay to invest in this so that she can provide for herself and her children, you know, and have a better life because she deserves it. I don't care who she is, what she's done, what she hasn't done. I don't care. You know, she's a person, she's a human being, and she deserves to live a life lubricated and however she defines that. And if that means she needs to have another business to supplement that, then that's what she's got to do. A lot of people are doing that. Let's be real. I'm going to be honest about that. Um, and so that's another thing where I'm saying, like, sometimes when it comes to these things that you yearn for in life, but may not be in your grasp, which is common for a lot of us, right, is to give yourself the okay, give yourself the permission to invest just a little bit in yourself to get you to the next level. Because the thing is, is that you're, we myself included, you, you, right? We're, we are never going to change if we're not willing to make an investment to get to the next level. Um, we're never jumping up to the best of the best is obviously not always going to be easy or practical, but taking steps, baby steps, micro steps, I don't give a damn. That's really the way to do it. And I feel that this is something that's common and I feel that everybody needs to hear this and that you're not alone and it's okay for you to give yourself permission to invest in yourself. For this woman, it's about developing this other side of her business. She has some money and savings that she was using, holding on to, but she said herself, she doesn't really... She can afford to invest in like this program that she and I talked about. And I was encouraging her to do and take it because it would allow her to, to advance quicker in this business venture versus staying back, trying to do the only free and cheap way out because then she's, it's going to take the progression and progress is going to take significantly slower. So I'm, my message to you in this is to give yourself the permission to do it. If you have the funds to do it, do it because you deserve it 
but so does your kids and your family. Everybody deserves to have a lubricated life. Everybody. How that looks, how it's defined is different for each individual, but we all deserve to have that. And hopefully this message, this episode reaches you when you need to hear it. And you will then sit back and ponder on this idea, but don't ponder too long. I think you should definitely make that decision to move forward. Because what's what happens if you don't, you stay where you are. You stay where you are. Do you want that for you and your kids, your family? I didn't think so. Awesome. So any questions, any comments, please email them to me at heygorgeous at katierain.com. Um, you are more than welcome to leave even comments below on the podcast. Otherwise, I will talk to you later to Living Life Lubricated. Hey there, gorgeous. Thank you for diving into this sultry adventure with me and my guests, exploring the juicy landscapes of sex, relationships, lifestyle, and the alluring realm of erotic art. I hope you found our discussions both enlightening and impactful. For the beauty of connection, the exploration of desire are eternal. As I bring the curtains down on this episode, don't let the excitement fizzle out. Connect with me in an email, spill your tea on your favorite tantalizing erotic art, or tell me any topic or person you'd like for me to cover or interview next. Together, let's craft a community that celebrates the sultry dance of human connection because the fun is just getting started. You can email me at heygorgeous at katierain.com, spelled K-A-T-Y-R-A-Y-N-E.com. Until next time, queen, stay curious, stay juicy, and always live life lubricated.